1: Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049, our phone number, 800-370-1049. There is, Jimmy Carter likes to say, 1-800-370-1049. Biff and I have a lot of conversations in between this uh, uh, as uh, as the introduction is running, so... Uh, someday we're going to have to leave the microphones on just to just to see. So, see
0: <laughs> and sometimes that happens, when you don't have to tell me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that does sometimes, and happen. that yes, doesn't work yes. out well. But yeah, yes. So, good morning, yeah. John. How are you? Good. Good morning, Biff, and yourself. How how are how are things in uh, in Beverly? Uh, it's a beautiful morning here in North Beverly.
2: Absolutely yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. Just yeah, a beautiful yeah. uh, about yeah. to be August morning, summer morning. A yeah. uh, nice cool breeze, uh, not too hot, not too uh, cool. So yeah, and
1: how's things in your part of the world? Uh, 66 degrees and sunny according to my computer. There you go. I like so, it. Same same. Uh, okay. So same I mean it's
2: uh, not raining so thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank yeah. you, Lord. Yeah. No, uh, it seems like it seems like all it's done is rain. So and it in since we seem to be having quite the water shortage, but it seems like we've gotten a lot of rain lately so. Uh, which we, makes my grass grow which Makes me mow more often, I suppose. But enough talk about this. Um, <laughs> is this a car show? Yeah, it is. It is. In fact, if you want to listen to past episodes of the car show, you can go to uh, you can go to my podcast page, which is johnfpaul.podbean.com, or you can just search Car Doctor Radio uh, on the Google machine, and you will find. Um, more than one car doctor radio, but you can find mine, and it's uh it's on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, whatever Google calls there now. Google Play something, uh, it's on there, and it's and it's hosted in a variety of different places. So you may find the same the same show on a couple of different places, so you can find it, and and on most of them they go back to the beginning of time um, when podcasts started to get popular. So I think I have three hundred and fifty previous episodes there, and um, there are bonus episodes now. Uh, At AAA, we've been doing some, we're putting together some uh, programs for electric vehicles, and as part of that, I've been doing some electric vehicle interviews with different people, and those are up as well on my podcast site. The video portions will be on AAA's YouTube channel at some point, but the audio is on my podcast site, so this week, I talked with an uh, old friend of mine, Jim McPherson, who owns two electric cars, to get his view on electric vehicles. I talked to um, Anna vanderspeck from the uh, Green Energy Group, there, the, and she handles the vehicle program there. Uh, I talked to a futurist, a uh, guy from, uh, he was actually called me from Brazil, and he um, wrote a book called uh, Present Future. And he's a uh, venture capital guy, and he funds a lot of new technology, and electric cars are part of that, and so got his view on that. And also I talked to Craig Van Battenberg. He runs a uh, shop, not a shop, he runs a school out in Worcester and teaches people how to fix electric cars. So those are all up as bonus episodes. So this week at AAA, we came out with a news release that said, uh, basically, can you trust your miles to empty gauge on your car? If you have a car that tells you how many miles per gallon you're getting and how many miles to empty, should you trust it? And with us is uh, it's kind of, it's kind of a, uh, a nice change for me, uh, one of my coworkers, Mark Shieldrop. Uh, He is a public affairs specialist. He works out of our Westwood Public Affairs Office. And Mark is joining us, and he's going to tell us about, um, can we really trust these miles to empty gauges? Mark, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor program. Good morning, John. Thanks for having me.
3: I really appreciate it.
1: Well... Uh, I appreciate you uh uh you know taking a break from your Saturday morning chores whatever they may be and uh, and chatting with us about this this was an interesting release and this was the AAA engineering department in conjunction with the California uh, uh, Automotive research Center uh put together the study and I think anyone who has a car that's probably newer than Ten or maybe even fifteen years old has has a gauge, has a display that says how many miles to empty, and uh, what did we find out? Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, and um, we did find
3: out. And I love these types of studies. Um, so, with AAA, we have uh, we do a lot of research on a variety of traffic safety topics, but these in particular, I find fun. Um, cause we're, it sort of reminds me of that show, uh, I'm getting old now and it hasn't been on the air for a long time, but Mythbusters, where they take, uh, something that's kind of widely uh, believed and they really get down in the nitty gritty and find out if it's true or not. Um, and especially automotive stuff, um, is right up my alley. So we found that these miles to empty warning systems. Are pretty accurate, but not one hundred percent. So we're not recommending people really rely on them as uh, you know the ultimate truth. Uh, sometimes they can be pretty, pretty close to being accurate. Uh, but depending on your driving conditions or depending on how you drive, um, the number of miles that it shows on your dash may not be very accurate at all. So we're uh, recommending folks use a more traditional approach to keeping their uh, tank full um, or having enough gas in their tank to instead use the, the trustee fuel gauge uh, to make that decision when to fill up and not to wait until the warning lights come on or the system indicates that you're really low, but instead use that quarter tank section of your gauge as the signal that you need to put a few more bucks of gas in the tank. And there's a few reasons for that. One is that because these systems aren't 100% reliable, you never know what the conditions are going to be when you head out for a trip or on your commute. You could end up in a backup or a traffic jam of some type or have to take some sort of detour away from a nearby fueling station and find yourself in a position where your fuel light's on, the system's saying you're low, and you need to get gas immediately, but you're kind of stuck and and you're going to have to be one of the many people who call AAA every year for a little help on the side of the road because you ran out of gas. The other reason is that many folks don't know this, but the fuel pump that pumps the gas from your tank into your engine is located in the gas tank in almost all modern vehicles that we buy today, and the gasoline itself is what cools that pump. So when you're running low, when you're on fumes, that fuel pump is not fully submerged in the fuel, and it's going to run a little hotter, and it's going to wear it out a little faster. And a fuel pump repair is something that you probably want to try to avoid. So the study was uh, very interesting. It used a whole bunch of different vehicles uh, representing you know what we see out there on the roads and the consumer fleet out there. And uh, we did different drive cycles. So we really, I think, tried to do a thorough job examining all the different scenarios. So we did the traditional EPA loop, which is used to determine how many miles per gallon a vehicle will get on that Monroney sticker when it sits on the lot. And we did some other types of tests to simulate city driving, highway driving, and so on. So we have a pretty good snapshot of what to expect. And some cars are pretty reliable. Some cars are a bit less reliable. What's interesting is that a car's reliability in projecting how many miles you have left, Depends a lot on how you drive or the conditions. So if you're on the highway cruising at 65 miles an hour for several hours, yeah, that, that readout's probably pretty accurate because the system, whatever algorithms the, the manufacturers use to make that calculation, um, you know, by then it's, it's adjusted. It's sort of figured out, okay, this person's on the highway. We have X amount of gallons left. You know, do some math and here's the number we're going to throw up. But let's say you pull off the highway into stop-and-go traffic. Well, suddenly your fuel usage is going to change a bit because you're not cruising at a steady speed. You're accelerating, you're braking, and and that's definitely going to use more fuel. Depending on the vehicle, that readout may take a bit of time to readjust and realize that we're in stop-and-go traffic. So that readout could be very inaccurate for a short period of time after you get off the highway. So we tell people, you know, the gauge is a snapshot in time. It's a way for you to kind of... See how you're doing, compare how you do from drive to drive, from fill-up to fill-up, but by all means, use that trusty fuel gate instead.
1: Yeah, it's sort of the three T's, uh, traffic, uh, throttle, and temperament. Uh, It can really affect uh, your overall fuel economy, and like you pointed out, if you're stuck in traffic and you're just sitting there idling, you're just wasting fuel and and getting... Nowhere with your gallons of gasoline. Uh, certainly, um, how you apply the throttle is going to make a difference, and your overall temperament when you're behind the wheel. If you're if you tend to all of a sudden start to get aggressive, you're going to be uh, certainly using more gasoline than you would if you're driving nice and easy. And like you pointed out, you you get in your car and you want to drive from uh, Boston to. I don't know, Portland, Maine, and it's 150 miles, and you're like, uh, let's see, it says I have 158 miles empty, and gas is cheaper in Portland than it is in Boston, so I'll just get there. But the chances of that being 100% accurate, it is going to change all the time because it's based on uh, that 158 miles is based on a calculation up to this point and if you're out on the highway, that calculation's going to change. If you're stuck in traffic, that calculation's going to change. I was in a car once that it said uh, 20 miles to empty, and I went about a mile, and it said zero miles to empty. So the idea that the you know those are going to be accurate, not all the time. And like you pointed out, look at the fuel gauge. It's, it's as as simple as it sounds, but look at the fuel gauge. It'll give you the best idea of how many miles you have left. But uh, we have, uh, you know, on a on any given year, and I think in 2019, when things were a little bit more normal, we brought gas to about 850,000 AAA members across the country. So 850,000 people either... Did't rely on their fuel gauge or or re- overly relied on that miles to empty, which is which is interesting. And this was all done in a very controlled uh, situation because I saw where they do this testing and it's a EPA, one of the very few, epa approved chassis dynamometers so sort of a treadmill fear car and it's in a controlled atmosphere where they can they can bring the temperature down to 25 degrees and raise the temperature up to over 100 degrees in the room so they really get a real world feel of what's going on one of the other interesting things i think that came out of this also was the display that says how many miles per gallon you're getting and we found that uh you know, it, it may say 20 miles per gallon, but that might not be that accurate either, right? Yeah, that's right. So these,
3: like I said before, every manufacturer has their own method of making these calculations. And it's sort of a black box. It's not like you can go to BMW or Ford and go to the website and and see exactly how they calculate it. They, they don't really fill us in on how this works. Um, so... I would recommend that if somebody, say you get a new vehicle and it's got all these fancy readouts on the dash, keep an eye on them and observe how they behave over time. So in my car, um, for example, I I have a good feeling uh, how it behaves. And I've had my car long enough that when I've gassed up and I hit the highway, it tells me, you know, you have 500 miles left. And as I watch that number tick down, to me, it's not really an indication of how many miles I have left, but more... How hard and aggressive have I been driving since I filled up? Because at, say, half a tank, if it tells me I have 250 miles left, that means I've been pretty much, you know, driving pretty um, gently and conserving fuel. But if it says 125, well, maybe I've been in a lot of traffic since I filled up. Uh, So the numbers can vary wildly, and swing kind of wildly. Um, But you're right. Uh, these systems are not always accurate, and it's interesting. I think, and it, our study sort of suggests that manufacturers build in a little safety room. So when the when the readout says zero for most vehicles, usually there's a bit more left, and this may be a way to prevent the motorists from getting stranded on the road. Uh, sort of like you know a built-in reserve tank. Uh, so there's that, just like folks who say, well, when my fuel light comes on, I know I still have 50, 60 miles left before I have to fill up. There are people who kind of, you know, boast about that a little bit, you know, pushing it to the limit or rolling into the gas station downhill on fumes right at the pump. Um, you know, we mentioned that that's not good for your fuel pump, but if you are in a situation where you're cutting it close and you've only got a couple miles left on the readout, uh, don't necessarily panic you know if you have triple a'll definitely help you out so that's your your ultimate safety net but if there's any way you can prevent using one of your service calls uh, for something like filling up fuel um, that's a good idea
1: yeah no it's you brought up uh the point about the low fuel warning light and I thought what was interesting out of that out of the study as well was. You know, the low fuel warning light, to me, and maybe because it's a generational thing, a warning light to me means something is going wrong. So it's it's anything from, you know, the check engine light that comes on, the hot light that comes on, the, the uh, brake light that comes on. They're all warning lights. And they are labeled kind of by color. You know, if a, if an engine light comes on and it's red, it means stop right away. A temperature light that comes on that's red, it means stop right away. An amber color light, like a check engine light, means you should get the car in for service at some point. The low fuel w- warning light is yellow because it doesn't mean stop right away, but it's not an indic, it's not an indicator that it's, that it's that's when you buy gas. It's an indicator that when the low fuel light comes on, you need to buy gas very soon before you run out. But as you pointed out, a lot of people just drive until that low fuel light comes on and then decide, oh, I'm gonna go, um, I'll go get gas now. And as you pointed out at the very beginning of all of this, you're better off, you know, when your tank gets down to about a quarter of a the tank, then fill up because you're not going to take that chance of repeatedly running the fuel pump at hotter temperatures. And only because I just looked this up recently for somebody, um, somebody asked me the cost of a fuel pump on a 2009 Saturn Aura. So, uh, you know, four-door sedan. Uh, the It takes about two hours labor to replace the pump. That doesn't include draining and refilling the fuel tank. So if you came into the garage with a half a tank of gas, they're going to have to they're going to have to drain the tank out so they can safely get to the fuel pump. And the cost of the pump if you bought it from a General Motors dealer is $523.93. So figure yeah. figure 3 hours labor at $125 an hour, $375 plus $524. That's a lot of money that maybe you wouldn't need to spend if you got gas kind of at a more reasonable, reasonable time. So I think one of, the, one of the ideas of this study is if people got gas on a more reasonable basis, they're less likely going to spend what almost amounts to $1,000 in repairs to repair a fuel pump.
3: Yeah, that's right. In fact, my car had a fuel pump uh, recall you know I had never had any issues and for all I know the one I had originally was perfectly fine but I got a notice in the mail saying hey there's a fuel pump recall schedule uh, the repair with your dealer and it was almost a full day of me sitting outside the dealership waiting for them to get the job done and like you said they had to drain the tank they asked me you know hey can you kinda run the tank a little low before the repair um just so that way you know we don't have all the gas washing around the garage and I said "That's sure that's fine um, but you're right, it was a pretty involved repair and for many folks, you know, back in the day, maybe the fuel pump was, uh, not as sophisticated and buried inside the vehicle, but as we know with modern cars these days, uh, even a repair that back in the old days, uh, might not have been a big deal and you could do, uh, in your driveway, um, are a bit more involved. So, you know, there's so many reasons to, to avoid that light turning on, you know, whether it's your fuel. Whether it's your oil change reminder, um, you know these computer systems. The manufacturers have made really great strides in recent years in giving actionable information that's accurate in the dash. Much improved from the first systems that we saw, but there's something to be said about using a traditional service uh, guide in the back of the owner's manual or on a sheet of paper, writing down how many miles you've driven changing oil and filling up on a more regular schedule, whether the light's on or not, or you're getting yep. a beeping warning on the dash.
1: No, no. Makes term
3: reliability.
1: Yeah, it makes perfect sense to f- uh, follow the instructions in the owner's manual. Your Toyota, for instance, uh, uh, actually has two fuel pumps. It has a high-pressure... Pump and it has one in the tank, and uh, I think the high pressure pump is like a twelve hundred dollar pump. The one in the tank, the whole fuel pump assembly, I think is close to five hundred dollars. And to replace both those pumps is um, is about five hours labor. So yeah, that's that ends up being a twenty five hundred dollar repair by the time you're done. So yeah, it as you know, as simple as this sounds, that you know your your gauges your gauges are reasonably accurate. But the important part is don't be crazy. Don't try to run on zero. Uh, it's only going to cause you problems in the end. And put gas, put gas in before you need it. And especially if you're heading out, you know, it's still, it's still vacation time. It's still summertime. You don't want to be one of those people that runs out of gas out on the highway on the way up to Maine or the way down to Cape Cod. And all of a sudden, you're the cause of the traffic jam. So, uh, you know, fill up, fill up before you go. Same thing in wintertime, winter storms. Fill up before you head out just in case you get stuck in uh, traffic in a winter storm. You're not going to run out of gas. You're going to have plenty of gas to keep the engine running. So it all makes sense. And uh, certainly we uh, encourage people to, if they want to find more information about this, they can go to AAA.com to do that. And Mark, I want to thank you for joining me me, uh, on the Car Doctor radio program.
3: Thank you, John. It's been a real treat. I listen to your show every week, and I download the podcast. So I feel a little starstruck to be on at this time. Well,
1: well, well. By by Monday afternoon, the new podcast will be up, and uh, you can you can listen to yourself over and over again.
3: I'm going to be waiting for the emails and and uh, fan phone calls.
1: There you go. There you go. Hey, Mark. Right, thanks. John. Have have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll talk to you on Monday. You too. Stay safe, everyone. All right. All right. Take care. You too. That Bye That was Mark Shieldrock, public affairs specialist for AAA, uh, co-worker of mine. We need to take a break. When we come back, uh, I had a, last week was the New England Motor Press annual awards dinner. Almost annual because we didn't have one last year because of COVID. But we did have a little awards dinner this year. And I had the chance to sit down or technically stand up and talk with Zach Nako's he is the Ford marketing manager for the Maverick pickup truck and when we come back we'll we'll play it's a short interview i don't, I don't know biff what 5 5 or 6 minutes right uh, just over 6 john just over 6 so when we come back maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, you know listen to that interview and learn about the Maverick pickup truck and you're like Maverick i remember Maverick it was a car well not now it's a pickup truck so, but right now let's take a break pay some bills my name's john paul this is the car doctor program we will be right back
4: you don't know what I got. You don't know what i do You want, it's local we have comes up to me. Don't even try. Of man. I know she my little You don't know what I got.
1: If it's local You
5: want, it's local we have. Your local connection, North Shore 1049. I, Tank Morse, join me weekday mornings. We'll have local news, entertainment, music to get you going, and lots of laughs. Laugh and learn weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on your local connection, North Shore 1049.
4: Hi, this is Brian Kelly from the Kelly Auto Motor Group. I hear the same rhetoric that you hear. Car dealers don't have any vehicles in stock. We may not have every model or every color in stock, but because we're the largest Nissan, Jeep, Chrysler, Infinity, Volkswagen, and Honda dealer in Massachusetts, yeah, we sell the most, but we also get the most with shipments arriving weekly. With over 1,600 new and pre-owned vehicles in stock and ready for delivery. Check us out online at KellyAuto.com or stop in and see what we have to offer. Hey, how's that for making it easy? That's the Kelly! El Puerto Mexican Bar & Grill has incredible food and flavors straight from Mexico. From loaded burritos, tacos, enchiladas, fajitas, and more, you can always count on fresh, real ingredients at El Puerto. From their homemade chips, salsa, guacamole, and even their sour cream, El Puerto's authentic Mexican dishes can be made just the way you like it. You will find great food in handcrafted cocktails with their friendly staff, so visit them at one of their four convenient locations, Lowell, Malden, Somerville, and Chelsea, or online at el puerto mexican Grill.com.
6: Count on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit AAA.com slash join. That's AAA. AAA.com slash join. Bass fishing season is here. Big Daddy's Bait and
0: Tackle Shop is located inside of Agway Waltham and Agway of Danvers. Big Daddy's has everything you need to catch the big one. With shiners, worms, a great selection of lures and hooks, and a limited amount of saltwater bait. Whatever you need to fish, Agway of Danvers is open weekdays from 9 to 5, Saturdays till 4, and Sundays 10 to 2. Visit them at 50 Emerson Road, Waltham, or at 9 Wenham Street in Danvers. Stop by
6: Agway of Danvers, because good things come to those who bait. Thinking about a new job or a change in your career? Why not work where you can make a difference every day? Elder Services of the Merrimack Valley and North Shore is hiring, and it's a great time to join their innovative, passionate team. Their mission is to help meet people's needs as they age and live safe, healthy lives. They're hiring social workers, case managers, administrative professionals, and more. Come work where employees from diverse backgrounds can grow professionally and have a great work-life balance. Learn more at ESMV.org. And Search careers. Enjoy a home tailgate party at Foster's Grill Store, your one
0: stop barbecue shop at 107 Eastern Ave in Gloucester. Foster's is great for all things grilling. Foster sells, repairs, and delivers high quality grills, including the Weber brand. Great prices with personalized service. Visit them Monday through Saturday from 9 to 5 for propane tank refills, pellets, charcoal, Weber gas, and charcoal grills, as well as the electric Weber Q for indoor grilling, Weber accessories, and more. Details at fostersgrill.com.
1: Welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. And again, I want to thank uh, buddy Mark Shieldrop for joining us this morning. But like I said, last week I had uh, the privilege of spending some time... At the New England Motor Press Association meeting, and not that I really have any choice because I'm the president of the New England Motor Press, so I kind of have to go to the meetings. And, uh, and we had Wayne Carini from Chasing Classic Cars. He was our MC, and, uh, it was, it was a good time had by all. Uh, food supplied by a place down in Middleborough, Dave's Diner, came in and did the catering, and, uh, great food. If you're ever, if you're ever in the Middleborough area, uh, they own a couple of restaurants down there. Uh, but Dave's Diner is kind of an old timey diner, open in the morning till I think, uh, a little bit after lunchtime for lunch. And then they own the restaurant across the street and then they own another place further, further down. So you can check out, check out that if you're ever down, you know, if, for some reason, if you ever decided to take a drive down that way, the last time I took a drive down that way, I also stopped at Factory Five, the place that we've had uh, Dave Smith on the show before talking about building your own car. And they have quite the showroom right now that has um, pretty much everything they have on display. And a lot of them are in cutaways, which so you can see, you know, what the frame looks like and the body on the frame. And then they built a second building where they do all the molding, where they actually build their own bodies now. So it's a pretty phenomenal place. And uh, they bought this new uh, laser cutting table so they can, instead of using... uh, instead of using uh, saws and torches and stuff to cut things. Now they all do it with laser, which is a pretty incredible piece of machinery. So there's all kinds of reasons to, all kinds of things you can find out if you're, uh, if you're out on the road sometimes. You go, I wonder what that is, and you learn some new things. And where I also learned some new things is when I got a chance to talk to Zach Nakos, the Ford marketing manager for the Maverick pickup truck, and this is the question I asked him. Or I said to him, I'm old, I remember the Maverick as it compacts it in, but now it's a pickup truck. Absolutely. it's uh, That's this is,
5: right? Uh, oh. Yep.
1: It's based on a unibody
5: platform uh, that uh, the Bronco Sport and Escape is also based on.
1: And it is initially offered in front-wheel drive? Correct.
5: The, we are the first and only uh, hybrid pickup, standard hybrid powertrain, front-wheel drive. And tell us a little bit about the powertrain, horsepower, torque, that kind of thing. Sure. The, uh, the standard hybrid has 191 horsepower. Of course, it has two different uh, torque numbers, uh, whether it's the combined torque or the, the torque of the uh, uh, hybrid motor itself. Uh, there's also a optional gas engine uh, available in front-wheel drive and all-wheel drive, 250 horsepower, 277 uh, pound-foot torque. Uh, both are, uh, um, well, the hybrid is standard on the XL, the XLT, and the Lariat, and then the gas engine with and, and the gas engine with all-wheel drive are optional on all the series.
1: And the uh, I did get an email from a reader who asked me about this truck, and one of their questions was, is it really Ford Tough? Absolutely,
5: we would not have put it out if it weren't. We uh, collectively have between this model, uh, the Bronco Sport, focus globally as well as the escape 19 million miles of durability and validation testing both on road uh, on track and uh, bench testing and and computer aided engineering
1: and uh, size wise it is honestly a little bit bigger than i thought it was going to be i was thinking more kind of old Ranger first-generation Ranger and it looks a little bit bigger than that. Um, actually
5: it to help people understand the dimensions it's about a foot shorter than the current Ranger so it's about 16 and a half feet long uh, you know overall length uh, it, uh, it of course the old Ranger wasn't available with a, uh, a crew cab it they only had the regular cab and the uh, super cab. This comes in one body style, the the overall uh, super cab, as we call it, with full four doors, as well as a four and a half foot box.
1: And, you know, some people might say, oh, you know, four and a half foot bed, is that big enough to be able to do things? But I think, and you tell me, for the potential buyer of this, this sounds like the perfect alternative to somebody who uses an SUV Kind of for a pickup truck, but this is a way you can still carry your kids around or other people around in throw stuff in the back that you don't care about to get dirty? Absolutely. Uh, we've, we had a lot of
5: customers when the first Ranger came out that were happy to see a, a, something smaller than F-150 but at the same time they felt maybe they overbought in terms of capability. Uh, so this is the kind of the right size for them. Uh, there's also uh, customers that are coming out of sedans and crossovers for whom this is the uh, the perfect size for them. They can get it in the garage uh, it's got the right amount of cargo capacity uh, for the bed. They can actually open the tailgate to a six-foot six position, um, and there's also a bed extender available to help uh, in terms of cargo retention. And um, I think one of the most amazing things about the Maverick is its starting price. Absolutely. It's an incredible value. The XL is well-equipped at 19995 MSRP course you have to add uh, 1495 for destination and delivery but a a, a, you know very compelling price point uh, for so much vehicle for a standard hybrid 40 mile per gallon city uh, capable of carrying five adults uh, we really think we're, we're going to see a lot of customers uh, that we are able to conquest from, from other makes. And it has some towing capacity as well, right? Absolutely. It has a 2,000 base towing capacity. And then if you need more, uh, you can opt up to the gas engine with the tow package, which is 4,000 pounds.
1: And the, the, moving up, going from the hybrid to the gasoline engine, what's the price point difference sort of? Base sure. model to base model?
5: Base model to base model is about 1085 I believe, MSRP. So you, you take your $19,995 about 1085 and that's your price point for a base gas engine.
1: And for somebody who's towing a jet ski or a small boat or a pop-up camping trailer, the base model with the hybrid drivetrain easily could tow that. You want to tow something a little bit bigger? That's when you go up to the uh, the tow package. Yep. No, it sounds sounds phenomenal. Uh, my guess is you're not going to be able to build them fast enough. Uh, we've we've gotten thus far as
5: of uh, last the end of last week, seventy four thousand re- reservations. Um, it's just in my time with Ford, I've never seen this level of interest. For a vehicle that didn't have like a history or legacy, everyone knows Bronco, everyone, you know, knows the uh, anticipating the Bronco coming out uh, that that one could understand. But this this is all new, uh, new nameplate, uh, you know, first ever standard hybrid, 74,000 re- reservations is quite
1: a quite a good showing. Well, I wish you the best of luck with it. Thank you so much, John. And that was zach nako 's Ford marketing manager for the Maverick Pickup truck, and really the Maverick pickup truck I think is a pickup truck for people that don 't know they need a truck you know there's uh, you know there 's times that you want to put stuff in your car you know you go to you know you go to the landscape place and you want to get a bunch of mulch or something, and you know pickup truck's perfect for that and uh, think about it a little pickup truck twenty well, call it twenty one thousand dollars for the base model that gets forty miles per gallon front wheel drive so it 's going to be Pretty good in the wintertime. Four wheel drive if you want it, though. Uh, you can you can option option up for that. And it fits. Uh, it fits. He said five. I would say four, uh, but for adults. I sat in the back seat with the front seat where I would normally sit, and it was still reasonably comfortable back there. So again, a pickup truck for people that don't know they need a pickup truck yet, and apparently a lot of people think they do based on the number of orders they already have so far. So. Now, look for it at your Ford dealer soon, I guess, or probably in the fall. Uh, we need to take another break. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. Our phone number and phones are open now. All you have to do is call 800-370-1049. We'll chat with you about your car and your car problems. We'll be right back.
7: Hey folks, this is Gerard Moynihan of Moynihan Lumber. And if you're planning to replace the windows in your home, I have just two words for you. Anderson Windows. Anderson is the most trusted name in windows throughout the United States. See the complete line of Anderson Windows on display at Moynihan Lumber in Beverly, North Reading, and Plastown, New Hampshire, or visit us at MoynihanLumber.com. Lumber, we measure up.
8: Breaking news at Misho Mitsubishi in Danvers. The 2022, that's right, not a 21, 2022 Outlander has arrived and wow, what a ground up new design.
2: Dad, I am obsessed with the new look of this car. It looks like it's from a different planet.
8: You've heard Back to the Future. You remember the Mitsubishi Montero everyone was talking about? This is the 22
2: Outlander. This 22 Outlander is a seven passenger vehicle, fully equipped with all the latest technology, forward collision mitigation, Rear braking control. And this Outlander
6: gets great gas mileage.
8: Let's not forget about the Eclipse Cross. That has arrived, too. A 2022 Eclipse Cross. What a design.
2: Ultimately, what we're trying to say here is we've got product.
8: And it's all redesigned with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. You can't go wrong with a Mitsubishi right now. Michel Mitsubishi, Route 114 in Danvers. MichaudMitsubishi.com. Michaud
6: Mitsubishi. You did. Take- Thinking about a new job or a change in your career? Why not work where you can make a difference every day? Elder Services of the Merrimack Valley and North Shore is hiring, and it's a great time to join their innovative, passionate team. Their mission is to help meet people's needs as they age and live safe, healthy lives. They're hiring social workers, case managers, administrative professionals, and more. Come work where employees from diverse backgrounds can grow professionally and have a great work-life balance. Learn more at ESMV.org. And search careers have your morning coffee with me mark friedman host of dollars and cents each and every sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m we'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand
2: Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal with you on this Saturday. Here is the North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. It's a great beach day, folks, with lots of sunshine. It'll be warm and dry, 77 to 83. Don't forget sunscreen. Mainly clear and nice overnight in the 50s. Tomorrow, increasing clouds. There'll be some sun. It'll be in the 70s. Showers tomorrow night. Then on Monday, a mixture of sun clouds and nice. It'll be 75 to 80. With the forecast being brought to you by the Berry Tavern in Danvers. The Berry tavern is open every day for lunch and dinner the berry tavern offers takeout ordering curbside pickup and delivery through local delivery companies so call the berry tavern 978-777-2377 for local north shore 1049 i'm Hi everyone, I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is today's North Shore 1049 Beach and Boating Forecast being brought to you by Aubuchon Hardware. For the Mariners today, northwest winds 10 to 15 knots, gusts 20 knots, will turn west at 5 to 10 knots this afternoon. We have a high tide coming up in Gloucester at 551 this evening. Seas 2 to 3 feet, visibilities over 5 miles, one attempts in the 60s, weather at the beach looking great with lots of sun near ED, a tanning factor of a 10. Don't forget sunscreen. That's my beach and boating forecast. I'm a Check my custom machine. Well, she's metal fade blue
7: with a Corvette grill. Check my custom
4: machine. And they say it looks better
7: when she's standing still. Check my custom machine. Step up, the she goes. Whoa.
1: Okay, I have never heard this song before, Biff. Where did you find this one? That one, I uh, kind of had to dig dig,
2: deep on this one. The Beach Boys actually did this one. But it was originally done by two fellows by the name of Bruce and Terry, who I really don't know anything about. The name of the song is Custom Machine. Um, It was the the Beach Boys version you might be more familiar with. But uh, these two gentlemen, like I said, I'm not
1: very familiar with. They did the original, and it's called Custom Machine. Custom Machine. Oh, well then, never heard th- never heard that one before. Wow, uh, at least I, don't, I, at least I thought I don't you had remember. heard yeah. every song uh, ever uh, made uh, remotely yeah, about yeah. automobiles, hot rods, yeah, etc. Yeah. I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot. You know, one of these one of these days, you're going to, uh, you know, you'll you, you know you'll, you'll you'll find more. You'll find more. Uh, you know, there's uh, well, that there's, it, those, some, that those
0: internets are are, are unbelievable.
1: Yeah. They have yeah. all yeah. kinds of stuff on that those yeah. internets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. No. So. Uh, one of these days, you'll pl- you'll be playing Rush, Red Barchetta. Wow. Okay. One of these days, I I I I can visualize you googling Red Barchetta now, by yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we mentioned we mentioned Maverick. We mentioned car owners' manuals. Maverick's doing something kind of. I I I don't I don't pretend to understand it. And all I can imagine is some sort of, somebody's getting advertising money out of this. But it says um, they're taking the owner's manual for the new Maverick, and they're camouflaging it in something that looks like a package of Oreos. So when you open up the glove compartment, you see what looks like. Hey, someone left me a package of Oreos. But in fact, it is the the 2022 Maverick owner's manual and they and it's part of something called the Oreo Thin protection program promotion the camel pack is disguised with the blue oval Ford blue oval and a picture of the Maverick when viewed from the side but reveals the actual contents on the top so when you look on the side it looks like a package of Oreos but when you uh, look at the top uh it's it's really the the Maverick owner's manual and it says um there are also Oreo thins packages that resemble Green Giant vegetables, Better Homes and Garden cookbook, and Haynes T-shirts. The cookie maker chose Ford in part because the employees of Maverick developed uh, development team were such Oreo fans. The pantries of the team's collaboration room was stocked with Oreos, and a number the members devoured more than a hundred packages of them, sticking the top of each one in the wall for posterity. Oreo is giving away a Maverick camo pack and a grand prize of $25,000, which it notes is enough to buy a Maverick. So, I don't know, go to the store and get Oreos. and You might get a truck. Odd but true, I think it falls into that category. Our phone number is 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. And if you want to talk to us about your car and your car problems, phone lines are open. Uh, you can just give us a call at 800-370-1049. Um, the Tesla Model S Plaid, which is the which is a very fast model Tesla. Um, Biff, do you have any idea where the Plaid name came from? I don't. I don't. Um, you know the, uh, the, the movie that was uh, sort of a Star Wars knockoff uh, kind of a... Made fun of Star Wars. I think it was Spaceballs. Yes, I do.
4: Yes, okay.
1: Um, they they had they had two speeds, or they had you know extra speeds in the spaceship. One was ludicrous mode, <laughs> and the other was plaid. Plaid, okay, yeah. very good. Yeah. yeah, so that's where the Model S plaid name came from. But it's a uh, one hundred thirty thousand dollars car, and apparently it uh, there was an owner who was driving it, and um, he got out of it because it caught fire, wow. all kind of all by itself, turned into a fireball. Mm. That would get your yeah, attention, so. I would bet. It would. It would. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I, I can only imagine the the uh, Tesla haters out there uh, coming up with clever nicknames of uh, of what happens to the, you know, when you when you go out and buy a plaid version of the Tesla. Some of the some of the nicknames that you know. You know, uh, uh, a, a former co-worker of mine, uh, he had a, a Ford Pinto. And uh, the Ford Pintos had a problem with catching fire if they got in a minor rear-end collision. He called his uh, uh, the blue flame because it was blue. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, you know, just just uh, just some of the stuff out there. And if you're thinking about buying a new car or a new truck... Um inventories are, are very low. So uh if you're if it's time to go buy a new car and truck and uh you know, you you may not you may find you kinda have to buy buy what's there. I was checking on buying and I'm not buying it, and I think I mentioned this last week. I was checking on um uh, inventories of the Mustang Mach-E, the electric Mustang, just to see, you know, who had them, you know, were they available, were they, you know, selling them over list price, things like that. And uh, I talked to a a car dealership up in Maine who normally has 300 cars on his lot. He has 50. I talked to um, a a Ford dealer down in, um, I think, down in uh, Bristol County somewhere, Maybe Seekonk, somewhere down there, and they only had uh, they only have about fifty or sixty vehicles on their lot right now as well. I talked to uh, somebody just yesterday who went to work for a used car dealer, and they have about forty eight cars on their lot right now for sale. And I said to them, "You have more you have more cars on your lot for sale than some new car dealers do right now." So if you're out shopping for a new car and you want to you know you want to go look around. Uh, there are some deals to be had. Still, there are some low interest uh, available. Some interest rates that go anywhere from zero to seven point two percent. The um, GM has some zero percent loans still. So you can go out and shop around. Maybe find some find some good loans. Um, right now, there doesn't seem to be a lot of rebates available. So. Uh, you can, you can find out. There are a few here and there. BMW still has some rebates in f- low finance rates. Uh, as, th- as does Honda, actually, the Honda HRV Passport and Accord, not the hybrid versions, have, uh, some cash rebates are available. So if you're out shopping for them, but, uh, right now we're seeing more lower interest financing. So you can check it out and find out. Find out what is there if you're thinking about buying a car. And one of the other things, you know, uh, Zach mentioned the Ford Bronco as a, uh, as an interesting vehicle and you said how many of those have been pre-ordered. And uh, Ford is actually, with the Bronco, they have what is a kind of automatic four-wheel drive system that can take You as a driver and kind of turn you pretty professionally as you're going off road. And Ford is even offering a off road school that if you're if you want to do it, uh, you can uh, you can go out and go through this off road school. And if you go out and buy a Bronco, you can go through the off road school um, for free. And they they have one out in Texas that they opened, and they're opening another one up in New Hampshire. So not too far away from the radio station. Pretty soon you'll be able to go up there. And and right now uh, they they call um, they call one of the the courses the Ghost Pepper course, as opposed to the easier Jalapeno and Habanero paths. But I guess it's a pretty um, steep. Uh, mud cake rock formation type course. And the one up in New Hampshire just opened also has some some real challenges in it, too. And what's nice about this, the optional V6 engine that's in the Bronco, it has sort of one-pedal, no-pedal driving. So the people that opt for this engine It automatically applies the brakes when the driver eases off the accelerator. It's supposed to make uh, climbing up rough and uneven rock uh, faces easier by taking the guesswork out of when to apply the brake. And it takes some getting used to, but um, some people that have used it said they found uh, their brain didn't have to worry about, you know, when I need to step on the brake and when I don't. Also... The Bronco also has removable doors, so if you kind of like doing all that sort of stuff, and uh, plastic fender flares that um, that actually over each wheel, and they actually uh, they actually. Uh, Come off for, uh, uh, so you can clean, so you clean all, 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 all around the vehicle, get it all nice and clean again if you've been off roading. So, uh, it is, it is a pretty interesting vehicle. And each one, uh, there's just like five little quarter turn latches, it pops right off and, uh, you can get it off and clean. And of course, who doesn't want to post on social media? There's a phone and a camera mount, uh, so you can, uh, you know, Take pictures of yourself, I guess, while you're going off-roading. But but Ford, Ford thought this Bronco, uh, you know, they, they thought it through pretty well. So uh, I did ask the Ford people, do journalists get to go to the Bronco school for free? And he said, yes, absolutely. As a journalist, you can go to the Bronco school. You just have to buy a Bronco first, which I wasn't quite prepared to do that yet. It's one of the things you can do. Why don't we take another break? And like I said, phone lines are open if you want to join us. I know it's a beautiful day and you probably don't want to pick up your phone, but if you want to, it's 800 370 1049. Why don't we take that break? We'll be right back. <laughs>
2: Do you try shopping with Overshawn Hardware online? Whether
0: at home, on your boat, or at the beach, it's easy and convenient to order things you need right at
4: hardwarestore.com. Plus, when you order online for the first time, you'll save 10% up to $10. And who wouldn't like an extra $10 in their pocket? So the next time you need a few things, just visit hardwarestore.com, place your order, and choose in-store pickup or
8: curbside. It's easy. Overshawn Hardware will fix you right up.
0: Queen's Gambit is the area's newest full service family game and hobby store. Located in the Village Mall at 436 Broadway in Methuen, Queen's Gambit offers the newest games and all the classics for sale or rent. That's right, they have an extensive board game library available for in store play or to take home. And your first game rental is free. Try It Tuesdays lets you play rental games in store all day for free. Open Tuesdays through Saturdays from noon to 10, Sundays till 8. Start a weekly family of friends game night. Details at queensgambitgames.com.
4: Hi, Grampy. Hey, Junior. How's camp?
7: Great. Counselor Sarah has a brand new Nissan Rogue Sport, and she only pays $179 a month. Is that true?
4: It's true. At Kelly Nissan in Linfield and Woburn, with just $29.95 cash or trade down, plus the normal lease start cost, you can lease a new 21 Nissan Rogue Sport S all-wheel drive for only $179 a month. Wow. When camp ends, will you pick me up in a Nissan Rogue Sport, Grampy? Sure, Junior. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details. Hey, how's that for
6: making it easy? Council! Count on AAA to protect every piece of your life, AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit AAA.com slash join. That's AAA. AAA.com slash join
1: and welcome back time. to the car doctor program uh we have uh, only a few minutes left of the program but we have tom and weymouth calling in tom good morning hey good morning john uh, i know we've got
7: rushed for time but when you talk about buying new cars i really if anybody could hold off, this doesn't seem to be the time to buy a new car. With all the issues with chips, and they don't have a lot. On on a local news station, just the other day, they were doing uh, they they talked to a guy who just went to purchase a new car at a dealer, and the MSRP let's just say was thirty five thousand. They wanted forty. Yep. This was yep. the news doing a spotlight thing on it. And they, he was wondering, is that, he called him because they said, can they do that legally? And they said, absolutely they can because yep. the MSRP, that's just yep. the suggested price. Right. So, anyway, the, the person there said, wow, I ain't paying that. And as he was going out the door, you know, the guy called, wait hey, a wait a minute, we're we'll, we'll, we'll just $2,500 over. <laughs> they <laughs> cut it now. But he said, no, I'm, I'm out. So, it, it, you know, it's, I don't think it's buyer's
1: time right now, you know. <laughs> it, it is. It is an interesting time, and uh, the uh, PR director for Kia was at my event last week. And the Kia models right now, right across their lineup, in kind of as a total number, they're selling. They have that's the the model or the make. That's selling more cars for above list price than any other vehicle manufacturer right now. Because Kia's, like the uh, Kia Telluride, the midsize SUV, they're selling for ten to fifteen thousand dollars over list price. And mm-hmm. you know, I would expect to go and you know buy a forty-five buy a forty-five thousand dollar Kia Telluride. I would expect to buy it for you know, I'd I'd, I'd start negotiating at you know thirty-eight or thirty-nine thousand, and hope right. that we settled in at you know forty-one thousand. Uh, I wouldn't go in expecting to buy a forty-five thousand dollars key you ride for sixty thousand dollars. Um, yeah. But yeah. It, but you're right. It is you know um, it, you know one of the things that I say to people if you're thinking about car shopping, uh, if you're desperate for a car because your car's broken and you need to buy a new one, well you, you're desperate and you need to buy a new one. But you know this is a better time to think about what I really want to buy for a car. I'm just not going to buy it quite yet. You know, go to the go to the dealership, learn about the car, and then once things settle back down, you know that's where that's where you you want to you want to look. Yeah, yeah, the, gets, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the fear. Yeah, the fear I have with people is you go out and you buy that, you know, whatever it was, you know, thirty-five thousand dollar Toyota, and it sold for forty thousand. So you get mm-hmm. that. You 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 go to insure it. And are the insurance companies, that they're insuring it for thirty five, not 40000 And just because you overpaid for it, and all of a sudden the car gets totaled. Uh, I hope you bought the gap insurance because you may find out that you didn't, your coverage isn't going to be able to give you all your money back to pay for the loan. The other issue is if you decide in three years you want to trade that car in, um, they refer to it as being upside down with your payments where you don't, where you owe more than the car's worth and if you started off overpaying by five or ten thousand dollars chances are you're going to be upside down that car is going to be worth a whole lot less than what you're what you still owe on it and what people sometimes will do is they'll take that negative equity and they'll roll it into the next car loan and then they'll ro- roll it into the next car loan and come to find out all of a sudden they owe you know sixty thousand dollars on a car that's worth ten right. Yeah, so so it is, it is it is it it is a little tricky right now but um you know <laughs> bike cars people that are will I, do yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, buy, car, buy cars that are popular. That's a you know buy 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 the ugly duckling you'll still get a good deal on it.
7: So. Yeah, so there's no. It's a, yeah. a real trade-off because oh yes, give, your old cars are worth more, but what good is it if you pay more? It's yeah. like a house. Yeah. You know, your house is yeah. worth less, so what? I got
1: to buy another one. It's yeah. all equal, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of these days I'm going to sell my house. So I'll I'll, 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 but I'm sure I'll sell my house when the market crashes and, and yeah. you know it's it's back to what it was when I bought it 40 years ago. You know. So, I hear. I know uh, you're pressed yeah. the time. Okay, John. Yeah. Take care. All right. Take care, Tom. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. So. Uh, uh you know it is it is an interesting time right now but still you know if you're thinking about buying a car go you know go up to North Shore Nissan go up to uh Michio Mitsubishi go see what they have and uh also go check out the the new Mitsubishi Outlander it's uh it's a really nice vehicle. Hey, that music! I, I I hear that piano music in the background. Biff puts that on to say, "Hey, you got to stop talking." <laughs> and uh, Dave Seymour with Real Estate Revealed is coming up next. So stay tuned for him. He always has some good information about how not to trade your time for money and have none when you're when you're done. I guess is a, is the trick here. So coming up, Real Estate Revealed with Dave Seymour. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. And I guess go back to washing your hands and using hand sanitizer. I don't know. Looks like it might be headed in that direction. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.